This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Greetings, this is Harry. I represent the Reformed Church of Hastings, being one of the Reformed Churches of New Zealand. Our place of worship is 1234 Howard Street, Park Vale. You're most welcome to join us in worship every Sunday at 10 a.m. and also at 4.30 p.m. Why not join us? the heavens and the earth. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word, Jesus Christ, was with God in the beginning. Through Jesus Christ, all things were made. Without Him, nothing was made that has been made. In Jesus Christ was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. again in the name of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Now in the Old Testament, we read there a chapter about everything being meaningless and that everything is vanity. We read, this is the words of the teacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher, utterly meaningless, everything is meaningless. What do people gain from all their labours at which they toil under the sun? Generations come and generations go, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and remains forever. The sun rises and the sun sets and hurries back to where it rises. The wind blows to the south and turns to the north. Round and round it goes, ever returning on its course. All streams flow into the sea. Yet the sea is never full. To the place the streams come from, there they return again. 
All things are wearisome, more than one can say. Well, I have a number of questions to ask, with an answer, of course. What is the purpose of life? What is the purpose of all this? Is there a purpose in life? A man is born and he dies. Is this all it is? A uselessness? Is this all an exercise in futility? Are we here today and gone tomorrow? Well, today I'd like to introduce you to the wisest man who ever lived. Kings and queens from around the world came to listen and learn from this king. This man, this king, wrote a book for us. We just read a small portion of it. It's a short book with lots of answers to questions that you and I have about life. Life from the day you are born to the day you die. Now this king, he made it his goal to find out what in life is worth living for and whether any good can come from it. And throughout his book, time and time again, he was disappointed. In fact, time and again, he comes to the same conclusion. And that is that life on earth sucks. He tried to see what in our life is lasting or what in our lives is worthwhile. He even tried to go hard out, to live it up, to try every pleasure in life so that there was satisfaction and contentment. And you know, everywhere he looked, he was disappointed. In fact, he started to hate life and gave, it gave nothing back to him, no pleasure anymore. Now, this book we're talking about that he wrote, this complicated sounding word is Ecclesiastes. Now, this word basically means the preacher and the author. Now, this king, his name was Solomon. Well, let me tell you how Solomon came to know all these things. He was king over the great kingdom of Israel. And, you know, God loved Solomon because Solomon trusted in the Lord God and God offered Solomon anything he wanted. Whatever he wanted, it was his to ask for, anything, anything the world had to offer and God would give it to him. He would grant it. And Solomon didn't hesitate. He knew what he needed. I have everything, thought Solomon. God has made me king. How can I be a king over such a lost and sinful people? Imagine you have everything, what could you ask for? So what did he do? He asked for wisdom, not riches, not power, not anything he could lay his hands on. But he asked for wisdom to rule as king. And he asked for knowledge to discern between good and evil. Most of us would say that he blew his only chance in life. But I'd like you to see today that his decision not only gave him wisdom, but also power. Not immediately, but it soon came. And he is documented as being the most wealthy, most powerful king the world has ever had, as well as the wisest person who ever lived. Solomon says in his book that life is meaningless. He says it's like chasing after wind. He says this in every chapter. He actually says that nearly everything we do is a total waste of time. Solomon describes this as a, a tiresome merry-go-round, which no one can get off. And those who try, who try to run against these forces of nature, these cycles and circles, find more grief and misery than ever before. 
the more Solomon saw of it, the more pain and grief it brought him. He saw so much that is broken. He saw broken relationships, broken agreements, broken promises and broken hearts. He saw so much that is lacking, lacking commitment, lacking in love, in time, lacking in care for others. He saw so much that is crooked. He saw dishonesty, deception and unfaithfulness. He saw so much that is madness, the wars, the earthquakes, the terrorists. He saw so much that is foolish, the squandering, the wastefulness. He saw the drugs. He saw the, the drunkenness. He saw so much greed. He saw oppression, poverty and lawlessness. Now, I would like to change the subject here and talk about near-death experiences. Now, there are people who die in accidents or on operating tables. They may only be dead for a short time and somehow doctors or paramedics revive them again. And some of these people remember what happened while they were dead. They distinctly remember that their whole life flashed before their eyes. Every experience, every mistake, every emotion. Not just a few days or years, no. They have seen every day clearly. Some even say they felt the hurt they caused others and they saw the results of their action on others. Scary, but true. Many of these people now live changed lives from that experience, from that day onward. I tell this because Solomon, the wise king, wrote that God has put eternity in our hearts. What does this mean, eternity in our hearts? Well, he has put in our hearts what we all know, that there is more to life than the here and now. And there is more to come when life is over. Right at the end of his book, he says that one day we will be judged. Judged for all our deeds, every deed, good and bad. And somehow our life's record will go with us to this day of judgment. Now the Bible teaches us that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, will be waiting on that day of judgment. The Bible tells us that Jesus holds the book of life and anyone whose name is written in the book of life will go on to live forever with God. God will be the judge. Jesus will be the prosecution and the defense. Every one of us will stand before the Lord God and watch the scene of his or her life be made public like a videotape played on an enormous screen. Some will be saved. Others will go on to an everlasting prison sentence where God is not, and that would be hell. But, you know, there is still time. We can come before Jesus and seek forgiveness and seek repentance. We can ask for help now. First, we must have to hate our sins, our disobedience, all the sinful things that we've done to others. We must hate our selfish deeds and be sorry for what we have done. At times in our lives, we have to sit down and make decisions. We look back to what was not good about our lives and then plan to move forward in a better way. But if we are honest with ourselves, many of the things we want to change will just come back in another way or another situation. You know, this happens to all of us. This is what Solomon means. He saw this much clearer than we do. 
that no matter how hard we try, we cannot change ourselves. Only the Lord God can do that. Working with his Holy Spirit in our hearts, removing that stony heart and replacing it with the heart of flesh. Solomon was a wise man. He shared his dismal picture of life with us for a purpose, so that we might see life is full of much short-lived pleasures, full of long, drawn-out suffering and pain. And we must understand that nothing will change. There is nothing we can do about it unless we turn to the Lord Jesus Christ who both forgives and gives new life, new hope. People, those listening today, you can have a knowledge that millions of people don't. It's so powerful it will change your life. It will give you more to live for than ever before. We have God's promises right here in the Bible. There is hope. Your first day and my first day, right to when God calls an end to it. It will not be a mystery then. No longer will you just be looking forward to tomorrow or next week or to when you get out of here. The big picture makes it clear. God's plan will be your plan. His promises will be your promises. Jehovah, God Almighty, He delivers on His promises. Think about it today. Pray about it today. Read about God's promises. God's plan will proceed. Either we go with the flow of the world, round in circles, or being tossed about like waves on the ocean of life, or you can drink from the ocean of water of life, and that is Jesus Christ. Look to him. Look to the Lord Jesus Christ and find the knowledge that leads to life. So then, just a little bit more wisdom from Solomon. It's not all pessimistic. We turn right to the end of his book, Ecclesiastes, and there he makes one last profound statement. After he has tried it all, the wine, the women, the song, the drugs, the wine, the, the drunkenness, the materialism, the power he had. He writes, Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. That is, stand in awe of God. For this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing whether good or evil. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the works thy hand hath made, I see the stars, I hear the mighty thunder, Thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Saviour God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. Then sings my soul, Great thou art, how great thou 
stand in awe of him, the creator of this universe, the creator of the human race, who gave us forgiveness, who gave us salvation only through Jesus Christ. This is amazing love. This is amazing grace that God should stoop down to save a wretch like me. For I was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Do you want to change the direction of your life? Or do you want to go back to chasing the wind, back to materialism, back to the booze, back to the drugs, back to misery. Well, the Bible encourages us where it says, Today, when you hear God's word, do not harden your hearts. Turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only hope in this lost generation that is chasing after the wind. Let us take a moment in prayer. Lord, we come before your throne of grace. We humbly beseech you to awaken your people here in New Zealand and around the world listening, to awaken them from slumber, and that we may be shaken into action by acknowledging our dependence upon you, Lord, the provider and the protector, the great redeemer and saviour of this world. Lord, we pray that our society may be turned around in repentance to look to you and serve you and obey your word, the Bible. We pray for our leaders in parliament. Guide them, direct them. Lord, we pray for spiritual revival in this land, in this 
country, in this New Zealand. We pray that your Holy Spirit may sweep through this land, that men may look to you as their only hope in this despairing society. Open our eyes and ears, Lord. We ask this only in the name of our Jesus Christ, our Saviour, our Redeemer. Amen and Amen. So it is, and so it shall be. I'd like to thank you for tuning in today. The Lord willing, we will be back in two weeks at this time. Also, today's program will be repeated this Sunday at 1 p.m. here on Radio Hawks Bay, 1431 a.m. and 104.7 f.m. If you would like to comment, if you would like to discuss something you heard, please phone us. Our number is 876-662. Now, people, I would like to encourage you to attend a Bible-believing Bible-teaching, Bible-preaching church community in your area. In Psalm 23, we read, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in need of anything. The Lord supplies all our needs. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And now may the God of peace who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant that is even Jesus our Lord equip you in every good thing to do his will working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Is the Bible relevant in your life? Praise God from whom all blessings flow.
This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.